What up, though? Y'all know what it is. Respect the worst if you don't respect the best. This is top tier podcast. I'm alleged. It's getting right to this, man. So the card was announced Sunday evening by the good folks at URL. Smack volume four. It's going to be going down February the 9th. And um, it's a quick turnaround. It's a very quick turnaround as they did the previous year because they had a smack volume. Um, what one? It then came back right with two at the top of the year. And I'm not mad at that. I, I don't think they need another volume in the middle to sandwich it in. I, I said this on somebody's YouTube channel because I've been YouTube's channel surfing talk, trying to talk to people. Um, I think they should just keep it one at the top of the year. And one, and one to close out the year. I think that's dope. But my thing with this card is it's a quick turnaround for a lot of these battlers who was just on who was just on a month ago. You know? And I don't know. I feel like a lot of these guys are getting overloaded with work. And I don't think they some of these guys, I was I will I'm, as I'm looking at the card, I would say half of them don't perform well when their battles are that close together. So for instance, a a very risky matchup, a very risky matchup right right off the bat to me is the return of Charlie Clips going against NJT. And for people who don't know, I I call it, it's New Jersey twerk, but I, I call it NJT. I can't be calling that man twerk. But yeah, NJT. So NJT has been you know, steadily improving, getting better. I'm still waiting on three complete, really fire rounds. I feel like, I feel like he's got that Hitman vibe to me. And this is no shot at Hitman because Hitman is the most electric stage performer ever in battle rap history. But when you really break down Hitman battles, he's never gave you three complete fire rounds. And if he has, it's probably been a long ass time ago. Like off all three with fire, maybe I guess the Cortez battle. Like, just just go back and do some research, and that's how I feel with NJT. I feel like his moments overshadow consistency with from round to round. But he's dope and he has potential. But obviously, you're concerned about will he choke? Will he show up? Or will he just be lackluster? And with Charlie Clips to come back and get a name like NJT just shows I guess his his level of star power still but it has no bearing on his actual performances I just I just don't think he should come back and jump right back in the ring against NJT it's actually an insult to NJT really it's like I've been doing all this work I've been holding the fort down for URL and y'all give me like Charlie Clips who by all accounts man people got counted out people feel like he's washed up i don't know i feel like in battle rap you can always re have a resurgence i mean hell derrick rose scored 50 not so long ago and people counted him out so maybe this can be his derrick rose moment right where he rises to prominence and like gives a a plus performance to make us remember just why he's like a legend and was considered the best at one point so i'm going to go with njt just off the strength that I just don't think this matchup makes sense. And I think if NJT comes with even half of the performance and the aggression and just the overall package, he should win this battle pretty easily. 
I'm not sure the reason for this battle. Not I'm not sure. But then again, I wasn't sure why Iron was facing Rum, and we wind up getting the classic. But the, you're also talking about two <clears throat> really elite writers for what they do. I don't, I don't really put clips or NJT as elite writers, but they're good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm. That's a risk. That's probably the more high risk, high reward battle that he has on this card. Um, I'm gonna jump right into what they. I guess they have it pencil in as the main event, which is Gichi Gotti again, who just battled K Shine against Arsenal, who just not too long ago battled NJT. The most, you know, Ars is the most active retired battler in the history of battle rap. And this matchup could possibly be battle of the night and it could be some fireworks. I'm not mad at this 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 matchup. Um obviously Geechee is up for what many people consider he's the front runner for like the the best battler of the year, you know, from in twenty eighteen. I think I still might lean K Shine, but I, look at this point it doesn't matter. It's a new year and it's all about the work you're doing now. But stellar performances over the past year. Um he's getting better at, you know, eye contact, getting like closing the distance. I know that's a boxer term for like getting close, hitting with body shots, but, like closing the distance, closing the space, you know, not being so far away and, you know, spitting rounds like you in a cipher. He's being a little more direct. He's being a little more angry, you know, and I, I like that. So you can tell he's polishing up his craft to an extent. Um, I think with his third rounds, though, I think those are going to get repetitive. So I think if he wants to win this battle, this should be the time that he changes it up a bit. Just change it up slightly and, you know, incorporate some type of originality to break up that. Because then, <clears throat> excuse me, because it's starting to it's going to start to feel a lot like the should what's your life like bit. Right. And that's not going to win you battles against the elite, you know, battle in and battle out. As for Ars, look, Ars is going to be Ars, man. He's going to do his thing. He can be comedic. You know, he can be very disrespectful, the most disrespectful. And he can put on a good show. Now, <clears throat> I understand his reason for, like, going so hard against NJT. That was a Jersey thing. People were really considering, like, you know, I guess New Jerusalem as the new face of Jersey. And it's always a sense of pride when people, you know, <laughs> say that someone runs your state and all that, especially with all the work, the groundwork that Ars has put in, not only as a battler, but as a league owner. So I understand that. I'm not sure outside of they're both like repping the Crip life, you know, outside of that, I don't really see too much why this was a matchup made. When, if, when I look at Twitter, when I looked at some of the names that Geechee was like barking at, trying to get, I, I seen him a lot of times in confrontations with DNA. Obviously, because DNA and K-Shine were cool, he was trying to like run through the whole NWX. And that, I thought that would have been a good battle. Um, I've, also, I've also seen him throw his hat, his name in the hat for a possible matchup with Hitman, which I think would be... <clears throat> excuse me, which I think would be such a really, really explosive matchup. I really do. I think 
it would make it would make Geechee reach another level because he would know that Hitman performance with his aggression is going could carry him and make it look really bad for um for Geechee. Geechee hasn't won against a performer quite the level of Hitman. And it would make him not only sharpen up his pen to combat what he does, what Hitman does as a performer, but it will also make him perform a little bit more outside of his comfort zone, which would probably be a good thing if we see that. Because he's more than just like this hard street. Like if you ever seen him on Avocados Watch Battles, he got like a really good sense of humor. He's witty. So he could showcase all of that. He could against uh, Arsenal too, but um, I'm looking forward to that matchup. If I had to choose a winner, I'm going to actually go with Arsenal. I think Arsenal is just going to be showing, showing the ropes a little bit. I think he's going to hit him with a few rebuttals. I think Arsenal seems like it appears he's a little bit more, I guess, amped up to fat, to face these new cats than he was against Hollow. And Hollow and and people remember when they built that battle up, you the trailers and the you know, all of the the things surrounding that battle, the rematch. He just did not care about that battle too much. When you seen him talk about it, or when people try to bring it up to him on IG, he just wasn't having it. But against um NJT, he was a whole different person. But then again, <clears throat> against Past Day, he was okay. You see what I'm saying? Like against these veterans that establish people, he seemed like, I guess he's bored going against those types. He wants new blood. So I think going against Geechee and Geechee having like this big, I wouldn't say hype, but he got this big fan base now that's just really in love and enamored with what he does as an MC. Nothing uh, will mean more for Arsenal than to take that from him. Like, nah, this was y'all savior. This was y'all king. Huh? Give me that and just wipe them out. So I got, I'm going to get, I'm going to go with Arsenal on that. 2-1. Pretty clear. I think his first round is going to really go crazy. That's just my prediction. What do I know? I'm just, just talking. Um, Another battle that was like, eh, I don't know. Don't know how I feel about this one. John John the Don versus O Red. Now John John is on, like I said, he's on my list of the most consistent over the past, however five five years or more. He's been putting in so much work, groundwork over that bullpen as a league owner. I think he is hitting his mark where not only is he getting the accolades for being dope at what he does. But he's becoming a little more likable in the sense that I guess early in his career, he was more seen. Obviously, people had the allegations of him stealing, whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know. But people seeing that he was just getting force fed to us. And that's the one thing that people don't like. People don't like when you try to force somebody on them like he's the one. And we're telling you he's all right, but he ain't, he ain't the guy. That's the guy. Over here. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like people naturally rejected him because he was the first PG to like get a big name. He got Hitman on Summer Madness, what too? Um, he was the one getting all these really good looks early in his career, and it was almost like you already was trying to force us on him. Like I remember when 
uh, a couple of trailers come out, excuse me, not trailers, but a couple of battles that come out and people be waiting for it. <laughs> You'll hear a John John song come on. Like, they'll be promoting his. She was like one of the first battlers. Like, they were promoting his music and shit. And so, I think people resented him off of all that he came across entitled to some people. I'm not saying that's how he was. I'm just telling you the general consistency is that that's what he came across as. But now he's a vet. He's mature. He's been schooling cats. He's been, you know, getting much better with his pen. I do like when battlers who've been around for a long time still have room to improve and they improve. And he's, he's been, he's improved a lot and he, he levels up to the competition. He doesn't play down to the competition. So that's what you can say about him. As for old red, I'm a little concerned for him because he's one of the people I was, I was thinking about when I said some battlers won't perform well on a quick turnaround. This is a very quick turnaround for old red. I don't think he, I don't think his pin game is going to be up to par for this battle. I don't know how amp he is to battle John John. I don't know how amp John John is to battle him. I don't, really know the backstory for this matchup other than they both you know can be dope john john is a little more consistent has a, a much more performance a little more creative i would say the way O'Red structured his bars and the way he puts emphasis on his punch is a little more sharper a little more direct and a little more effective when you tie the way he ties his shit together but i don't think he does enough to win these type of matchups. He just don't. He doesn't do it. I haven't seen him do it. This is a bigger name than than Cortez. You know, he and I didn't. I didn't like his battle against Solomon. To be honest with you, and I'm worried from this battle because it's such a quick turnaround. I think John John has been more calculated in who he's chosen. So I feel like if he took this battle, he found something to exploit. And I think he's going to do that. I got John John 2-1. Give him an edge. I don't think this one's going to be clear. But I got John John that one. Trez versus Danny. I know the backstory of that. Obviously, you know, Trez doesn't feel like Danny really was there for him. Felt like there was some shade. They supposed to have battled previously on some cards. And Trez has been, you know, in unfortunate situations with real life family dealings going on. So his year didn't go the way most of us thought, especially after what he did to Chess on, I want to say, volume two of the Smack Block. Like, damn, bro, they, they got four volumes already. And, and only four volumes in. It's hard to really remember which volume, what battle was on. You know why? Because the same battlers, <laughs> battlers are on damn near every volume. Um, so, yeah, I think it was Smack Volume 2 when he got rid of Chess. And people were, like, kind of waiting on him to have a big year. But like I said, some things happen. Real life hits you fast. And you have to abort whatever you was doing. But then he came back. And he... He got Loso up out of there, man. I don't, I don't know what else to say. He got Loso up out of there. I, I want to say 3-0, but not to kind of look back at the battle. It was more of a, like a really clean 2-1, almost a 3-0. But he clearly won the battle. So anybody who ever said that Loso won that battle, 
I yeah, I, just, I don't know what to tell you. Just won't take your opinion that serious. But yeah, man, Trez has seemed like he's willing to be more, a little bit more direct with his opponents. He seems less focused on sounding nice. He seems more focused on saying something with intent to disrespect, seeming like he wants to say shit that has more meaning to it when it comes to focusing on you and your weaknesses and making you feel away as opposed to pleasing the crowd while saying dope shit that pleases him. You get what I'm saying? I felt like he was for a while. He, he was the shit he was saying he thought was so dope to him that he, he just figured it'd be dope to you without really taking you into consideration of what you look for in in bars and shit, but he can get away with it because he's real slick with what he says and his delivery is nice and he can rebuttal and hit you with three of them things. So he had like plan A's, B's and C's to cover up, to mask some of his deficiencies as a like battler who battles people and not just stand up there rapping. But I think he's sharpened that up. And I also have to admit he's two and oh on the smack volume platform so that setting brings something out of him we have to we have to pay attention to him he's he's a volume killer he's a smack volume killer i'm hey chef trez that's your, the, the volume killer he killed chess to me he he, he killed loso it's two one but it it's barely uh in the end he did in the al capone shirt so he he got that as for Danny, Danny has a battle against Bankhead on the 27th. Yeah, January 27th on Black Ice Cartel. And I know I call him one of the most consistent as well. I know he can take battle after battle and still give you really good material. But this, this right here, this is going to be a little difficult task because... Bankhead is coming for blood. I, I think Bank, Bankhead gonna get busy. You talking about Black Ice Cartel? You talking about one of the top leagues? People want to see somebody in that league rise to the top. I think Bankhead is really gonna try to make an example out of Danny. So that means Danny is probably probably knows this too, and is gonna really come with fire. As I said in podcast talking about the Black Ice Cartel card, I think. You know, that's not a league that you come to and just come half ass on. So I think he's going to really empty out his pen against Bankhead. And what that leaves to go against Chef Trez, we don't know. I don't know. We have to find out. But based on previous smack of volumes and based on level of maturity, I'm seeing. I think I'm going to go with Chef Trez on this one. And I'm shocked. I'm saying it shockingly because I'm, I really like what Danny does. But something tells me that he just put a little bit too much on his plate at this time. Because I feel like he's going to battle again soon after he does the volume. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Trez 2-1. That should, but that should be a good battle. That should be top three battles. Out of the six. If it's not second or third, or I don't think it'd be first, but if it's not second or third, best battle of the night, I'll be pretty shocked. Um who else we got? Rum versus Shug. 
This is what I think will be the best battle of the night. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. But I think this is a dope matchup. I think the, the contrast and styles will make this fire. I think the bully bars versus, you know, a guy who just punches you to death. I think and the tension from the battle with NJT where Suge comes out of nowhere, tries slams on a phantom slam on rum rum hits them hits NJT with a rebuttal while while like directing it towards Suge. We know what they both do. It's not really much. It's not really much to go into with this because you know there, there's no complexity within both of their styles. Uh, Rum is just a puncher, back to back puncher. He's probably the most consistent puncher of all time. And what I mean by most consistent puncher is, even his like jab punches are fire. Whereas, you think about some of the legendary punchers in the game, whether it would be a heartless, a conceited. Um, I'm forgetting somebody, obviously, a B-Magic. There we go. Whether it's those guys, I don't think they're in between. They're, you know, they're multi, not multis, but they're, like, in between punches and setups were as potent as his. Like, his, some of his shit in between could be, like, your best punch. And I think that's a dope trait. And I think his skill set is phenomenal for that. And I don't know. And I just don't know if uh, Suge got enough creativity and material to withstand all of that. Like I don't know how you're gonna withstand all of that back-to-back shots to attempt to like get you up out of here. With Suge, man, it's, it's weird because for he got moments, but he doesn't have as many haymakers as you, as you would think for him to be like this bully and to have all this like aggression and and stage presence due to his size so he does a lot of building up with like jabs here and there a couple hooks and sometimes when he tries to land it might land but it it might not land at the level he wanted it to land like a lot of his stuff comes up a little bit underwhelming like i won't say it's it's like bad but it's just like, mm, you get a um as opposed to like a room shaker, like the whole <laughs> like what he did against Av, you know, like when he did that, that was creative. He showed some movement, some stage presence, some performance. He, he got the crowd hype, but against um, most opponents, he's just spinning his bars, getting them out. Might pocket tap you, might bump you, and that's about it. I think you're gonna need a lot more than that to be the likes of a Rum Nitty when Rum Nitty is on his A game and he has intent and he has real intent to get you up out of here. So I'm looking forward to it, but I'm gonna go with Rum 2 1 as and I think it's gonna be battle of the night because Suge has been showing up for these type of looks when he gets these type of looks. Against an NJT, you know, like against an Av, he will show up. Uh, so I think that's going to be battle of the night. Let's see who else we got here. Lastly, T Top versus Clean Paper. It's weird because I like both of them, but I don't like this matchup. 
Um, I think it's pretty odd. I just think it's a lot of style clashing on here. I don't know if that was by design by smacking them, like to just it's gonna have like just wild matchups, you know what I'm saying? Like that was my smack. Like I don't know if they was just putting together like this on purpose to have like these type of style clashes like that. But I know it's just, it's a trend when I really break down these cars, like it's polar opposites. Um, the one thing they do have in common is really good voices. Like Clean and T Top has have really good distinctive voices for one, and really good projection when they talk, when they spit their rounds. And I think in a small room you're gonna really feel the effects of that. And with T Top, I think he had an up and down year last year. Like he had bright moments against JC. He's one of the few people that had a debatable or you can say beat Geechee. But then you come around and <laughs> you had a, a bad day in the work uh, place against Ill Will. So he's had a little time off. A little time off. He also had like a battle against Iron, Iron Solomon that was okay. But I don't think that's one either one is going to write home about as something that was really dope and positive so yeah i think he has a lot to prove in this battle it's kind of like the the new because he's more like the new fan favorite i mean he's not a new battler but you really you rarely hear the crowd turn on t-top so he's really likable a really likable you know fixture in the battle rap culture against clean who was the prohibited fan favored when he was like on his run but this battle worries me but i'm worried about him for this battle because it's not a black ice battle and i feel like he only really turns all the way up when he's doing you know black ice events he could prove me wrong and i hope so you know he's from michigan he repping the state um hopefully he comes with it and i think this is his chance though because at least I'm looking at him as finally a new addition to the volume series because I'm looking at every battler besides him. He and Clips, they're the only two new additions to this uh, Smack volume series, man. So he might bring something a little new, a little refreshing to the to the event. So that's why I think. Uh, he might pull it out. He might pull it out 2-1 because I think he could He could really tap into the not only just the crowd there. I mean, it won't be a crowd, small room, but not only just the little small people there. He can he, he can really play to the camera really well. He really He's really good at that. And to be in cl uh, close proximity where the camera is, to always know where it's at, not have to worry about the crowd. Like he can really get into his bag and really just show that elite showmanship that he has. So I'm looking forward to that. All in all, six battles, one out of ten if I had to rate it based on the matchups and I would say based on the battlers themselves, the MCs. I don't know. I think I'll give it like a six and a half. Six and a half maybe. Uh, we shall see what that turns out to be. 
um, as far as the cars that they got coming up February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. They got the PGs, Proving Grounds, on the 22nd, February 22nd. And again, none of these battles have been announced. Uh, 23rd, they got Band Legacy two times in a row, 23rd and 24th. I'm not sure what's going on with that. I'm not sure. They just throwing this together. I guess this is what DME and a lot of people was talking about, like, what's going on. See, I didn't know this. So they got Band Legacy on the 23rd 20, and the 24th. Proving Grounds on the 22nd. Have no idea who's going to be on these cards. But we'll see. I'm hearing it's going, well, it's going to be in Virginia somewhere, I guess. So whenever the cards get announced, we can talk about that. I want to kind of just take a minute to talk about when I get on Twitter later. You guys are going to see my vote for who should have been on here. Because I had like a... Uh, a wish list card for or wish list um, matchups for the next Smack card. I didn't know it was gonna come this soon for as far as trailers, but I got something for that, and I'm gonna show you guys on Twitter later. And I don't want y'all to see. Do y'all think my list, my card is better than the actual Smack card you guys have seen already? Because I think mine is pretty fire. I think my matchups make a little more sense. I'm not trying to be a league owner. I'm just saying this is what I was looking forward to because I want to see new blood. And I don't mean new blood like new acts, but I'm just saying as far as the Smack series, people who we haven't seen on the Smack volume series, like a Chess, like a Chiller. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Ilmat. I don't see why Ilmat couldn't get busy on there. Why, um, you know, Emerson Kennedy, B-Dot. Like, where's B-Dot? Is he ever going to get on the, on the volume? Like Loso got his shot. I think B Dot deserved his. So and most importantly, I wouldn't say most importantly, but I would love to see the women on there. The women on a oh, you kidding me? Oh, the women on a volume? Count. Give me that. Give me that next. I'm telling you, whenever y'all do another volume, I gotta have some ladies on there representing, alright? So yeah. Smack volume four. It's kind of up in the air. It's not. It's not the best card I've seen. Not the worst. Got some potential battles of the night, but you also got some very high risk matchups, especially that NJT versus Charlie Clips. So we'll just see what that, what all this turns into, man. So with that being said, I'm out of here. Keep it battle rap, love.